Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Growing Greater brings you stories of innovators, entrepreneurs, and business leaders who are transforming industries and communities as they turn ideas into reality, embrace risk, and invest in new technologies and relationships, all while building legacies of tomorrow. While Growing Greater originates in the city where modern democracy was founded and where innovation is part of the regional DNA, Philadelphia, we bring you stories from around the corner and around the world. Tune in to Growing Greater at Radio.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. I saw you when you came to town this time last year. Yeah. You were you were funny as hell as always. I appreciate it, man. You were fantastic. I actually saw you after the show. You were so nice to to me and my fiance, my whole my whole group. You were you were awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, I um I I've never been to Punchline. Punchline all... Punchline is my favorite um place in the city. Oh, is that right? Best place to see comedy. Um I host like a, a night once a month there. They are awesome. You're going to love it. Well, I like the people who run the punchline. Yeah, punchline sure. San Francisco. I've just never. I think I just find you know, there's it's business, and yeah. when there's two clubs, there's competition, and for sure, when you're the only show in town, you can basically pay people what you want. Yeah, and then when somebody else opens up, you'd be like, well, <laughs> this is this offer. Yeah, yeah. things you just know? got interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I try to not get into the muck of that. Shit, yeah, for sure. But um. Yeah, I I know a couple people have, who have taken the trip over the tracks. Yeah, to the punchline. Punchline's where it's at. Great people over there. Uh, it's a, it's a great room for comedy too. I'm psyched to go over there, man. I'm psyched. Uh, it was my fiance's birthday too when we saw you, and she was like wasted by the end of the night when she saw. I think she was kind of hitting on you too, which was kind of awkward for everyone involved. Kalina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she was very excited to see you. She's like you're like was one it, of his, her favorites. Was it? Was it, it people do get handsy in the meet and greet? Yeah, <laughs> at least once a weekend. Really? Somebody wow. will grab my. Really? No. What? At least. I don't think she was that bad. Though. No, no, she wasn't. <laughs> but at least once a weekend, and I have to go. Hey, that's not okay. Yeah. And it's always a white woman over the age of forty, and they're like, "You love it." It's your big do night I, out. No, do I, I just love it when a stranger grabs my. Do I love it? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure really about that? <laughs> they had one too many white claws and oh. <laughs> they're worse than bachelorette parties. That's horrible. Wow. I see a table of like four to eight wealthy-ish looking over forty white women. <laughs> right away I think they're not gonna last the whole show. Yeah. I'm gonna have to kick those mother. <laughs> 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 Got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night too, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. 
Um, I love your whole style of comedy. Um, Are we recording something right now? Yeah. Yeah, we're just riffing. Oh, okay. Rolling. Yeah. Oh, rolling. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just... I may not have gone in so hard on the white women. <laughs> uh, we, we can cut it. We can cut whatever you want. So, so <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's the subject line. Josh Wolf hates white white women. Yeah, I over the not, age of forty. I may not have gone in quite as hard on the white women. Yeah. <laughs> do you find do you find comedy in twenty nineteen is is hard? No, I don't. You know, I I um, I I think if you go to a comedy show and you are offended, it's at this point in the game, it's your own problem. The, you know, we all have Google. Yeah. You don't want to be offended? Do some research. Do some research. Find out who you're going to see. Right. And there's so many great comics who do so many different things. You can find from Brian Regan to Bill Burr, right? You, his his new stand-up is hilarious. But some people hate it. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you don't like it, cool. There's Brian Regan. Right. Brian Regan, and, and super squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's there. This, this is the Renaissance Renaissance age of uh, comedy. So there's more good comedy now than there's ever been. So you don't like something? There's so much more. And and for me, I don't really, I don't do politics and social issues, so it's not really an issue for me. But I, it's it's only people are looking to catch people. You, they want to be the gotcha person. Look what I found. Look what I right, right. And I think that's just. I think you know, it's this is a country of snitches right now. Yeah, yeah. you can't wait to snitch on somebody. You can't wait to, and yeah. And I, I've always said this: if you took the five worst things you've ever said, you want everyone to judge you by those things. Right. We we would all be canceled if that was the case. Everything. Like no one should be able to throw a stone. I mean, that's just the way it is. No, you know, I've made, and sometimes you just, I, I talk so much, and I have for so many years, I'm sure you could put together greatest hits of, holy f***, you know, I, and, and tweets, and... If you d- oh, dug deep on anyone's Twitter, like, you'll find you'll find from a few years ago, and... Oh, yeah, I went... I, I, anyone's Twitter account. Yeah, 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 I, I think maybe for me, like, I think... I t- something when Amy Winehouse died, I might have said something that wasn't incredibly sensitive, right? <laughs> and I forget what it was. It wasn't about her. It was about her fans. Like, I about like how it was just a general statement about how people seem to be more upset when people they don't know, never met, and who didn't care about them. You're more upset about them dying <laughs> than your next door neighbor. It's so true. That's now, so true. And she like, cared more right. about she. Everybody who's crying, and I basically was all of you who are crying about her. Just know that she would have pressed a button to eliminate all of you just to get her <laughs> next hit. <laughs> she she cared more about, and this is just about the addiction. Yeah. yeah, she cared more about the, you know, drugs. That that's what being an addict is. Right. And we can all love as somebody who knows a lot of a lot of pro, uh, public figures. Look, there's who we are, and this is for everybody. There's who you are, and there's who you leave your house and pretend to be. Now, there's varying degrees on how much you change that. There's, But it's a rare person who's the same person in that house sure. and out of that house. 
Now, you may be like 90% of yourself, or you may be 10. It's with everybody, man. You know, we're all a little different. I was going to ask you about that. With stand-up comedy, do you uh, subscribe to the notion that like every stand-up is a little bit disturbed in some sense? Yes. Right? None of us got into this job because, you know, we were secure with ourselves. You know, you're not like, man, I could use some more rejection in my life. Why don't I right. go have a room for the strangers stare at me for the first five years that I try this? That's, like, like that what sounds is it? like a lot of fun. Yeah. Why don't I just go ahead and take that mental beating and <laughs> develop a, some sort of habit that's going to be bad for me that I'm going to need to break? Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, but it's one of the reasons why it's hard for me. You know, like this whole thing that went down with Shane Gillis recently. Sure, it was hard for me to watch comics kind of go at each other i i have a profound respect for anybody who stands in front of that microphone because i know what it is and i know what it takes to keep doing it and i know what it takes to keep doing it even when you know you're living in your car or you're working for chicken fingers or whatever it is you know you're trying to find your voice you're trying to figure out how you're going to stand out and usually most of us go through different incarnations of the type of comic we are trying to figure it out. So sometimes you're going to say things that you aren't proud of, that aren't funny, that are, I'm not defending or not defending this dude as a comic. But like it was hard for me to watch to watch everybody go at each other. When at the end of the day, man, like as a comic, I want to say what I want to say. Yeah. And if you don't like it, then don't come watch it. Nothing should be off limits. Nothing, Nothing should, be off, should be off limits. I think what what you say can have repercussions. I think if you don't, if you we're past shock value comedy. Stern did it. At, you know when things hadn't been said, we were all shocked. At this point, if you want to jump into that material, you have to be smart. Not because you have to be smart because you, people are going to say to you. Just for the for now, for those jokes to sound fresh or mm-hmm. interesting, you have to be smart. People have covered race. People have covered sex. They've covered. It's been covered, everybody. Right. So it's past just saying words. But I'm. If you want to say those words, I defend your right a hundred percent to say whatever it is you want to say. But. Just like everything else, you can't control people's responses. So say what you're going to say, but then don't get all f***ing bent out of shape if people are mad about it. You knew what you were saying. You knew that people were going to get mad. Yeah. That's why you said it. You said it knowing people were going to get mad. If it really bothers you, you wouldn't have said it. So like for me, it's like a catch-22. You can say whatever the f*** you want, but know that it's going to bother some people. Sure. And know we live in an age where you're going to hear about it. So if you're cool with that, I'm totally cool with that. And if you're not cool with that, don't f***ing bitch about people saying things. People are going to. And at the same time, hey, people who are on Twitter feeds and <laughs> you're the same people who leave reviews on Yelp. Get a oh f***ing God. hobby. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. If you don't like a sandwich, just don't eat it. I don't right. got to hear about it. The bread was down. There's a f*** you. That's the thing. Go home and make a sandwich, you lazy f***. Yeah, I feel yeah. like most people have the urge to go online just to complain. Like, no one was like, I'm going to go online and write a rave review. No. Yeah. They want to go just to shit on you. When you get great service, yeah. 
You're never like, I want to go home and write a review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, man, you know, God forbid your potatoes were cold. Yeah. Oh, you're uh. going to let them hear it. <laughs> oh! It's white women again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn white women. But, you know, like, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. And, and so, like, yeah, I, if people spent less time focusing on what was wrong, more time focusing on what was right. That doesn't mean you can't fix what's wrong. But like when you're constantly complaining or focusing on what's wrong, that's the cloud that follows you in your life. That's why comedy was always an outlet for me. Uh, what what got you up on that stage? Like what, what drove you to, to start doing stand-up? And, and when? What, uh, what age I was 15 when I first got on stage and um, I saw it on TV. Yeah? Who was the comic that really got you? you a couple. Yeah. Um, Carlin. Yeah. Uh, Kinnison. Yeah. Um, Cosby. Pre. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Post. <laughs> still funny, but you know what I mean? Not as funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just different listening to the jokes. They're still masterfully crafted. 100%. Well, let me ask you something. Do you, when you hear a Michael Jackson song, you turn the channel? No. No. You turn we've, channel? We've got a station down the hall that still plays them all the still time. Still plays it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still like Billie Jean. I like Thriller. What's yeah. not to like? I don't know. It's kind of like you have to fingers. separate, I guess, the artist from the, the music or the comic, you know, the person yeah. from the comedy. Without right? a doubt. I, I, so I, um, I, when I first got on stage, I mean, I know the first joke I ever told. My mom was there. My mom and dad were in the front seat, front row. And the first joke I ever told was, hey, everybody, I'm Josh. I'm 15 years old. Really excited to be here because this is the first fucking time I'll be able to fucking swear in front of my <laughs> sucking mom. That's amazing for a fifteen-year-old. That's first joke ever. That's told. really funny. Wait, where were you? Like, give us this. Give us yeah. the setup. Uh, coffee shop called the Iron Horse in Northampton, Massachusetts, and um, and you know, I remember telling the asking the guy, "What should I talk about?" And he was like, "You should talk about whatever you know." And um, all I knew were my parents. So I opened with that. And, and the only thing of my parents that was really funny, that I thought was funny, is they both fart a lot. So my whole set was about how bad they fart and their different styles of farting. And my dad is a fart walker. You know what I mean? He's a masterful fart walker. And, yeah, so it was a lot of fart stuff. Yeah. 15 year old. Josh. Yeah, by the way, this version of Josh, not so different. Uh, still super funny. You know still what love I mean? Fart jokes. Listen, if you here's how you know farts are funny if you uptight. Here's how you know. <laughs> a six month old baby farts, laughs. Yeah. Funny at the beginning, funny at the end. True. That's it. Yeah, nothing yeah. changes. No, no, no. Across the board, funny. Across the board. I was talking the other day because I was in London and, um, I had eaten a lot of food that I wasn't used to in London. And I was telling somebody the story about how I was in the back of this dude's cab. And I, my stomach was hurting. And I was like, I'm just going to let just a little one out. <laughs> and it was a, it was like a, it was like a, you know when you fart and it feels like a hot razor blade? <laughs> but it's just, and it, you make that noise that, ooh. You know what I mean? Like it hurts a little bit. Right. You're like, ooh. It was like shocking. Yeah, yeah. you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. And it just went... <laughs> It, it really feels like a tiny paper cut. You're like, God damn. You know what I mean? That that one. So it happened in the car. But you know those hot razor blades. 
Oh, yeah. As soon as they come out, you're like, that is going to hurt everybody in <laughs> <Yeah>. this car. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm one of those guys who are like, well, I'm not rolling down the window. I'm going to see what his reaction is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he, he rolled down, first of all, yeah. rookie mistake on his part, he rolled down his window, which brings all of the air. Just so you know, guys. <laughs> If someone farts in the car and you don't want to smell it, roll down the window away from you because it brings the fart out that window. You roll down your window, you're getting hit. It goes right past your Friendly face. Friendly fire. Yeah, it's science. Oh, yeah, that's my science right God. There. <laughs> so he rolled down his window, and at first, at first he just cracked it. And so it was like a foot. And then I was like, oh, this, this fart's gaining steam. Like it's getting... <laughs> It's even getting worse back here. You know when it's thick that it doesn't travel in the air as quickly, you know? Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like this pudding floating in the air. So it takes a little bit to get there. And uh, my man, he rolled down a little bit. And like a second later, it was like a little more. And then a second later, that was all the way down. He had his arm out the window. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was lounging. He was like this, this. Guy. Oh my God. I didn't notice that was on behind me. Yeah, he was like, this guy. Yeah. It was a bad. What the hell did you eat in London? What are they serving over a there? A little bit of everything. Yeah. I think I had some bangers and mash. Okay. I had some tequila. I had some Indian food. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah I went the across Indian the board. Food, yeah. Oh, the Indian food was. Yeah. It's a nice mix. Yeah. Oh, that was all at once. <laughs> yeah, I found some weed over in London, so that was fun. <laughs> nice. They put tobacco in there. Oh, a spliff? Yeah, I'd never experienced that. I like it. I like Just straight weed. Just give it the real deal. Yeah, I went a long time without smoking weed. When I was a single dad, I never smoked because I was like, honestly, I was just like, man, if God forbid some goes down, and the police came, and you're like, you know, it shows up in a police report like he was high when we showed up. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't look good. <laughs> right. So, but as soon as I got married, I was like, hey, I'm high every night. So, <laughs> hope you like taking care of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, f- you. I tricked you. But... <laughs> Got her again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you don't smoke weed because I'm about to be high for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know? And I always love watching High Live, but I saw on... Uh... Taking a little break. Yeah, I saw on Twitter you're taking a break. Um, do you do that like just to kind of cleanse the palate a little bit? or? What? I'm not taking a break from smoking weed. Just taking a break from doing the, the show? In front of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I need... I. It's been a hundred percent go for a little bit, and I I need to pull back. You do like five shows or something lately. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I love it. I have so many different interests, and I love it. And I love performing, and I love creating, and I love finding new and fun things. But I need to also relax. Yeah, you know, a couple months ago, maybe five months ago, I ended, I went, ended up in the hospital, and the guy was like, "Hey, man." You're walking yourself towards a cliff. Yeah. He was like, basically, you, you're you here because this... Because I used to make fun of when I heard exhaustion. He was like, you ever heard of the exhaustion? I'm like, yeah, I, I know. I've heard the word. He was <laughs> like, it, that's what you have. Like, my bo- I was just standing at my house, and then I was just... On, next thing I knew, I was on the ground. But I wasn't lightheaded. I didn't faint. It was like my body stopped working. And the guy was like, yeah, man, you're just... When your body stops working... It's just telling you something. Yeah, I think so. And he said, you you can keep going. But he said, I see it here in L.A. all the time where you guys just are constantly on the grind. Yeah. And any downtime, you feel like you're wasting time. Right. But, you know, your next trip in here is a heart attack or a stroke. And I was like, hey, you flirting with me or what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm pulling back a little bit just because I just feel also, you know what? There's there's life. 
Right. And there's a lot of life I'm just not doing. And I want to do some more life. Like what? Like are there hobbies outside of comedy that you want to get yourself into? Yeah. What are you thinking? I don't know yet. That's the problem. Yeah. My wife asked me the other day. She goes, I want to ask you something seriously. Take away working out. Take away stand-up and creating and performing. And then, you know, I love spending time with her. Sure. What do you like to do for hobbies? And she knew what the answer was, and she knew what I was going to say, which was, I I don't know. It's been so long since I had one. What, what, since I, there was something I decided I like to do. Yeah. She said that, find something. Is it funny? I'm the same way. Because you get yourself so immersed with work and, and uh, doing my show and doing other events. And I'm like, I don't have a hobby. But it's totally. I do this. In, in your brain, you totally justify it. Sure. But one of the reasons I'd take off from High Life, not, it, it's not that hard, right? Yeah. It's not like a day's work. It sounds and pretty a, fun. It's awesome. Yeah. But I li- there are zero days of the week where I have nothing planned. So I've, I've done no days off. For how long? <laughs> how long have I been doing the High Life? Long so time. that was the last day off I had. Wow. That's like nice. that was the, Monday was the last day that I had given myself. And so I just need day off. Not not that what I do is so incredibly difficult and there are people who do, you know what I mean? But like I totally get it, but you're on. You have to be on 7 days a week. Yeah. And so what I find it cuz like I think I get one day off usually. Sometimes I work Sunday, but normally I have Sundays off. Just unplug. I don't want to be funny. I don't want to be entertaining. I don't want to even talk. I want to watch football, drink some beer and just like chill. Do you like so you haven't had that. You don't get that. Right? I, no, but I need to. And and I'll tell you something like the where I see it the most is I. I don't have as many friendships anymore. That and, and and that is one thing. That look at my age, you're not like I got a new friend today. <laughs> <laughs> People make fun of you yeah. as a guy. You, if you have a new friend, like you, oh, how's yeah. your boyfriend? Like, yeah, ah. you can't. It's hard to get new friends at a it's certain hard. age. It is. But I do. I would like to be more social with my peers. Yeah, there's so many great. Uh, comics, men and women out there in LA that I just like. Yeah. And so I wish I did more of that. You know, I've fallen off with, you know, my oldest friend in comedy, Joey Diaz. And oh, sure. so, and so I, I just need a little more time. My wife too. It'd be yeah. nice to spend a little more time with her. I don't really give a f- about my kids, but, <laughs> but, but I've seen enough of them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to see them forever. So <laughs> yeah. no, no, ur- no urge. <laughs> yeah. They'll call me when they need some, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't need to really set aside time to spend with them because I'll see them. But like, I, I, I just, I, stuff like that. I really want to do. I, honestly, man, you know, I jumped off this need that one of like a, when I was in Auckland, New Zealand, I jumped off a, I guess like it's a space needle and I'm, Petrified of heights. My biggest Same. fear. Biggest fear. Of heights. Biggest fear. Um, but after I got down, I thought to myself, I, I want to do some more shit that scares me. Scares me. you. That's awesome. That I'm not comfortable with. There's a guy named Elton Castell who um, he, his YouTube channel, I think, has 3 million viewers. It's T-F-I-L, T-I-F-L, T-F-I-L, something like that. Or he, um, But he's trying to get me to do some with him and his crew. That's cool. That is is it TFIL? Is that what it is? Uh, I found Ellen Castay, 29 years old. Yep. Right about that age where I shouldn't be dabbling in the same TFIL. <laughs> TFIL. Yeah. But it's to 
entire chain. Yeah, wow. and his page is really cool. He's really smart, motivated young man. He tours with me sometimes. He's doing stand up now. Oh, cool. But um, he has asked me a couple times. Hey, man, come do this with us. I'm like, I'm a pussy. Yeah, I'm the biggest. I'm oh, I'm a huge pussy. Yeah, I have no problem with. I'm not a real man. I'll, I'll, no, I have no problem telling people that. No, I'm me afraid too. of heights. I don't do spiders. I don't like snakes. I, I'm a. I'll I don't, kill I don't a do horror movies. You know the horror movies? Nah. I do. I like to scream, but I scream like a bitch. I jazz hand and I scream high <laughs> pitch. Not kidding. My brothers won't go see horror movies with me because I scream real loud and I do. I jazz hand. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'll do like the basics, like your Halloween, your scream, like you know your your typical ones. Yeah. but I don't know. I, I I don't know how to fix things. I am the least handy person in the world. My fiance, luckily, is like you know she's good with all that. Yeah, she's great actually. She's painting the house right now as we speak. Are you serious? Swear to God, we have uh, these columns in our house, and she's painting them black. She's on a ladder painting our house. Yeah, good job, man. Right, (laughs) and I don't do any of it. Let me ask you, uh, uh, outside of money, yeah, what do you feel like you contribute? How, how question, do you Joshua? contribute around the house? I really want to know. What well, the, actually, we had a whole fight about this just recently Ooh. because you. Scandalous, Josh. Yeah, I, I recently I did get my. Yeah, <laughs> recently, I did get myself sidetracked by being so focused on this on work and and I let a lot of things die down around the house. Like you get comfortable with when you're living with someone for a while. So I was doing the dishes, that kind of fell off. I was doing the, you know, the trash, that kind of fell off. Just cleaning up after myself, that kind of fell off. And what is that? What she said? You're pretty much, yeah, yeah. A nicer way of putting it because she work. She does. She's an engineer. Yeah, she and she she's smart as hell. Beautiful, handy. I mean, yeah. Jesus. So what are, what are, what are, what are, if we, let's list the top five things you're contributing. Man. It's not outside much. of money. Outside of money. It's not much, man. <laughs> I mean, top five. I, I'm very outside romantic. of the dick. It's out of, it's out of this dick. Yeah, I, I just want to get that out money before you d- over here. <laughs> Besides cash and, d- um, I like to think that I'm very romantic. I do think of her. You know, uh, I bring home flowers once a week. You know, I like to bring her flowers, take her out to dinner. You know, is this contributing? Is that it's is not that, contributing? No, no, yeah. But it's it's me trying to say I'm thankful for what you for, do. Yeah, that's for nice. What, what you bring to the table. Okay, this is my way of showing it. Because pets? Because I'm we have a ton of pets. We have. <laughs> who takes care of the pets? We we both do. That's a collective effort, I think. Dogs? You walk. We the have dogs? a dog. That was another thing. Okay, so I forgot to walk the dog mm-hmm. last week, and he all over the house. And who cleaned that up? Well, she got home from work before I did, so uh-huh. she did, and that that's what started the whole fight. By the way, my move for that is just to pretend like I didn't see it. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see nothing. And if it's right up front yeah. where you have to see it, I just close the door and pretend like I wasn't home yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get the <laughs> out of there. Uh, I'm like, hey, I'm terrible. not cleaning that up, so <laughs> You've I'm been through this off. before. Yeah. yeah I, 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 oh, is that I'm yeah. leaving. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I did not discover this. I can't wait to get the text. Rocky sh- <laughs> oh, he did? I never oh, saw sure. that. I, uh, yeah. Well, Rocky's my son, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and have you changed your ways? Uh, yeah, I'm trying. This was very fresh. This is very raw, what you uh, what we're bringing up right now. This wow. is this is raw in the Bennett household. Uh, but I am changing. I am I am doing better, I think. What 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 chores do you feel like you really nail? <laughs> trash is easy. Trash is easy. I can I can take out the trash dishes, with the best of them. Dishes. <laughs> dishes I always it up because How I would leave 
Stink that dishes. Is, that is the biggest excuse with guys, is yeah. what I've found. Is yeah. that I, I just I feel like I'll mess it up. There's no messing it well, up. See, you just wash the dish and how put do you it f- in. Up dishes. I would leave stuff in the drain, and the uh, the trash compactor would get all like jammed and lodged up because I would like drop a small utensil in there, oh, and it yeah. would jam wow. it up. And so every time that she went to go use the sink, it is always broken. So she was like, "You're no longer allowed to do the dishes," and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> what else should I f*** up? I'm yeah. about to f*** up the washer and dryer next. Okay, so I can't do, you, wait. do you do your own laundry? No, I used to. I kind of felt like, no. Do you? You do your This own is no longer laundry. a podcast. This is now an inter- intervention. Yeah, I do my yeah. own laundry. I, do yeah, my, right? I wash my laundry. I fold yeah. my laundry. Okay. Okay, so you don't do your own laundry? No, she kind of she kind of does that. Okay, does she fold it for you? Yeah. <sighs> what about making the bed? Uh, it's, She does that. Okay. Yeah. Grocery shopping. Half and half, depending on you know who's available at the time and if we're out. You know, I think that's kind of shared. Cook. She does most of the dinners during the week. I help out during the weekend. See, I get home by like seven thirty. Yeah, she's been home since five, so she kind of takes that upon herself. What do you think would be <laughs> if you could do two things? If you could do two things, where she'd be like, "That is amazing. I'm so glad you're doing that now." What would those two things be? Um, most likely taking the dog for a walk so he doesn't, he doesn't everywhere. By the way. Yeah. What, for me, I was so happy that that was my, I love. Oh, I love, I love doing it. I love walking. But you live where it can get cold and snowy, so. For sure. And some days, you know. What type of dog? What's up? What type of dog? He's a beagle bulldog mix. He's super cool. He's, he's 10 years old. Uh, he's got like a big stocky bulldog body. Like he looks like a beagle on steroids. That's amazing. It's, he's really, really cool. So, and what's his name? Bookaboom. Yeah. So walking Bookaboom, you can he's do. He's a good, he's a good boy. Morning and night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like some mornings, like I'm rushing, I got to get out the door. Super cute. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, he's ah, uh, he's adorable. But wait, you don't have to be at work till two. What do you mean you're rushing in the well, morning? Well, sometimes the days are different. Sometimes I gotta get in here earlier. Yeah, whatever. One. And I'm rushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thirty, you know. I just By the way, up. people listening are like, "This <laughs> guy is complaining. He's gonna be to work at two. Yeah, what an asshole! Yeah. He works from two to seven <laughs> he every day. Even do dishes. Yeah, be doing the dishes and the laundry in the morning. <laughs> what time I do you get up? I do my laundry. What? What time? What time do you wake up? So I've been doing this new thing now. So we we're talking about like doing new things, things that scare you, or whatever, right? Some new hobbies. So this is a whole new me, right? I started running. For the first time ever. I never used to run. Okay. Uh, I wake up now like 6, 6.30, and I go running. I just ran my half, my first half marathon two weekends ago. Uh-huh. So that's kind of been like a new hobby of mine. So I think I've also been focusing on that so much. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person where I dive into something and nothing else matters outside of that. I'm with that. Can I ask an honest question? You yeah. don't have to be at work till 2. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Why do you got to run at 6.30 in the morning? <laughs> Can't you get up at 9 like a human? <laughs> Well, you feel like we're gonna beat the. I don't want. I gotta beat the rush. You think there's gonna be too many people out on your street jogging? What the psycho? Why are you gonna get up at six thirty in the morning to be out the door? Are you Rocky? What are you you doing? You gonna drink your eggs? Why are you getting up at six? Why are you gonna get up six? You just read a book. The best jogging happens before seven. Gotta get up. That's kind of my mentality. I was like, you know, I'm gonna be the best me. You know, I'm gonna wake up early. I'm not gonna drink the night before. You know, six a.m. But, but, but do you feel like when that alarm goes off at six thirty, you're like, I just hate Whoa. life. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. But I mean, can't you get up at nine? You still have five hours before you've got to be anywhere, man. And then you still feel like, what time does your wife, uh, your fiance, get up? Uh, she wakes up like an hour after I do. 
Wait, you don't even have to get up, and you wake her up with your alarm yeah. to go Ooh. run for no reason? I go run. Hey, by the way, that's the first thing you should work on, man. 